Welcome to episode 76 of the Transformer to English Professional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about pipelines and how they work, the expression sneak preview, the words launch and release, and some exciting news about a project that we are working on. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we are going to be talking about a particular expression and it's an expression that will be also very useful in terms of actually explaining something that Alistair and I are actually working on at the moment. And the expression that I'm talking about is that something is in the pipeline, something's in the pipeline and what that actually means and the whole idea of a pipeline and what that actually is. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So let's maybe cover this particular expression, right? First of all, something in the pipeline. What does, I suppose probably our listeners can guess what that means, but let's cover it quickly. Well, I mean, literally a pipeline, yes, is a a pipe. Well, we often think of it under the sea with gas, with oil, oil pipelines or gas. So it's basically usually sending something through this pipe usually made on no metal or something yeah. under the sea very often but not necessarily so of course you know with all the war in ukraine everything has been all talk about you know the russian pipelines exactly. sending their gas cutting off the pipeline where you stop the supply of gas or whatever it may be oil to another country yeah so that's literally a pipeline so yeah it's a what is it a circular tube through which something passes or is transported that's right, that's right. Absolutely. absolutely literally yeah. Yeah. And as you, as you said, I think there have been quite a lot of issues with pipelines coming from, from Russia in particular, that they've been either cut off or whatever, they've stopped. And they often have sort of, as you said, it can be re- related to raw materials, right? It can be oil or it can be gas or it can be a yeah. whole variety of different other things. But, but yeah, but it also can actually mean something that something else, right? Something not necessarily yeah. literal. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose when you think about it, you've got something at one point. I know whether let's imagine the the oil field where the oil or the oil refinery probably better mm. where where the oil and then you've got to send it to somewhere else mm. to another country maybe passing under the sea perhaps so you know the what the pipeline is is sending something from one place to another so if if it's if this thing let's say gas is in the pipeline it's traveling it's coming to you no it's arriving yeah. from another place this That's is the right. idea you've got to get into your mind. A bit like waiting for a letter in the post. It's been sent from someone, and but you haven't received it yet. So That's it's right. somewhere on its way coming exactly. to you. That's Maybe you don't know quite where or quite when it's going to arrive, but it's in the pipeline. Like <laughs> the gas or the oil is in the pipeline. Yeah, very good metaphor. Very good metaphor. Yeah. Exactly. And the whole point of this particular episode is that we, you and I, we have something exciting for our listeners in the pipeline, right? We do. And that's that's exactly what we want to talk to talk about today and connecting it to a few different expressions that we may have used in past episodes 
and a mm. few new ones as well. So we yeah. have something exciting in the pipeline, hopefully something that most of our listeners will find very interesting. And we want to kind of give them a sneak, re well, sneak view or sneak preview, yeah. let's say, of what we've been working on, right, Alistair? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, when we're talking about in the pipeline, we're not referring to any raw material. It's just there is something we're working on, a project, if you like. And it's coming soon, as they say in the cinema, you know, coming soon to a cinema near you <laughs> for films, no, basically, which is also the concept of a preview. You know, so often right. before film, we were talking about this before we started recording, films don't just come into the cinema tomorrow. Usually they're being talked about now in the media, in the internet, on YouTube, and That's you can right. see trailers, no little previews, little bits of the film months before it actually, or at least weeks before it appears in the cinema it's to get you, you know, get people interested in it and talking about it. No? That's right. So you could say, exactly. you know, that film, the new Mission Impossible or Barbie or whatever it is, is in the pipeline. Now, in this case, we've got something we've been working on that's not finished yet. It's not available yet, but it will be at some point in the future. So it's in the pipeline. No, it's exactly. coming soon. That's right. And we don't even know exactly when it will be finished, which is we don't. That's an, yeah. another reason why it's that expression is quite good, right? It's in the pipeline. You kind of use it when you don't know exactly when, when this thing might be arriving yeah. or, you know, it's something in the An pipeline, Amazon delivery. Yeah? You wait, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it's been sent from the warehouse <laughs> and it's somewhere on its way between there and your house, but you don't that's know exactly right. when. So it's in the pipeline. It's on its way, but when it's going to arrive, we don't really know yet. Yeah. Exactly. Um, obviously, we're not quite as quick as Amazon, so we'll right. we'll take us a little while longer. Yeah, on delivery exactly. time. Also, because we've got holidays interrupting our our flow, if you like. Yeah, our workflow. Our right. workflow. Yeah. yeah. But we Good. wanted to give a little preview, like they do with the cinema, no, to get people thinking yeah. about it and interested yeah. in it. Just to let yeah. you know what's coming in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole idea of uh, this particular project that we're working on kind of originates from our followers, our listeners, because in many cases, when we, when we've spoken to them in the past, they've kind of given us a fairly specific indication that one of the things that they really, really would like to do is to speak more fluently in meetings, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to communicate at a higher level in meetings, to be, to go into a meeting with more confidence and be able to participate exactly when they want to. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what us kind of made us start thinking about this process and kind of thinking about what types of skills are really required for people in this particular situation. You know, when you go into meeting, what type of language is really, really needed? And in many cases, most, most professionals kind of, they know exactly all the words related to their particular industry, but they just find it a little bit difficult to, to participate and, and get across their message as they would, or would like to, right, Alistair? Yeah. Well, it's this thing we mentioned before that you you want to get as close as you possibly can to how you can communicate in your own language mm. and communicating in meetings well to a high level is difficult in your own language as well and you don't want to keep using the same words or repeating yourself you want to have a how would you say you know a wide range of expressions vocabulary that you can use that you can change now obviously doing that in a in another language is very very difficult mm. but it's what people want to be able to do yeah. Or at least as close as you can get. You're obviously you'll never be as confident or as fluent or have the range of vocabulary you have in your mother tongue. But no. the closer you can get to that, the better, no? And you yeah, feel absolutely. more confident. So that's what we're really looking at is breaking down the whole 
idea of meetings into different parts, different skills, the different elements, and then looking at the kind of language that you can use to, to deal with all those different aspects of a meeting. Yeah, different scenarios, right? Different, different ways of communicating in those meetings. So what we've, what we're starting to develop at the moment is, is kind of like a 21 step process to kind of get you to communicate better in meetings. We don't know the name of the product yet. We still have to develop all of that. We do know that it'll probably be an audio course. That's, that's what we do know, because we know that most of you are really, really busy people and audio works well when you're in the gym, when you're washing the dishes or in the car or whatever you might be doing, right? You can kind running. of, yeah, running. Absolutely. Yeah. You can listen um, to it when you want for as long as you want at your yes. own pace, at your own speed. That's right. That's right. Like so, this podcast in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the number of people that have told me that, oh, I listen to your podcast when, when I'm doing mm. this, I'm doing that. So, so that's what we thought would be very important as well, that, you, that, the, that the course that we develop would be easy for you to, to digest, to consume at your own time and home pace as well. And so, yeah, it will, it will be audio. It will be for busy, busy people. And it will also include a whole sort of language toolkit, right? That, that's, that's really important as well. So it will, it, a whole variety of different aspects but the main the main focus alistair will be that every step along the way will be a new skill right there'll be a new skill every day and so maybe we can talk about three three skills now that yeah. we we're, we're going to examples include. yeah just an example yeah and it won't be too long so obviously the episodes of this podcast can vary depends a short one i don't know 25 28 minutes can even be as long as 40 but obviously that's too so the idea is to break this down into its component elements different aspects and I think our idea is that each episode, if you want to call that, each part, because you said 21 parts is the what we're aiming for, would be approximately 15, between minutes. 15, 20, no more than 20 minutes long. That's right. Preferably a bit less. So, you know, it's not too much. That's so. right. Exactly. It's supposed to be kind of digestible yeah, on, yeah. A, on a sort of daily basis. You Easily know. digestible and listenable, that's right. that's if right. that's a word. But just to give you all, all the listeners to an, an idea of the types of skills that we want to help you with, we're going to give you three, three examples here. And the first one is seeking clarification. And so hopefully just from, by, by giving you those words there, seeking clarification, you can get an idea of the type of skill set that we want to, we want to provide during this course. It's kind of like really giving you the, the words so that you that you know how to do that in a professional way. Yeah, right? you're not you the tools. That's why we exactly. call it a toolkit. That's yeah. right. That's right. You're giving the tools, giving the tools, and 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 just making sure that you have the right words at the right time. So instead of saying, "Oh, sorry, I don't understand," or "Sorry, uh, can you say that again?" or you want to, I mean, those are all okay, but probably yeah. you want to just step up in terms of like swapping it around a little bit and making it not so clear that is actually you feel as if your English is not as good, not yeah. that good. No, you want to have a different expression yeah. that kind of just helps you sound more professional and yeah. you're not just continuously saying, Repeating, oh, yeah. can you repeat that? Can you repeat yeah. that? You know, Giving you more alternatives and maybe slightly higher level of language to you know, impress people with your English. Yeah, you're not just repeating one word all the time. That is the, the main point of this really, no? Yeah. I just, it's interesting as the title is seeking clarification, we could clarify the word seeking because not yes. all our listeners may, most people I'm sure will know this word, but so to seek is a, is a synonym of to look for yeah. or to, to search possibly also. 
So when yeah. you're searching an internet, you're seeking information, you're looking for information. Absolutely. So just, you know, just to clarify, <laughs> as it's called seeking. <laughs> so so you you want, you want to get, you're trying to, you're looking for clarification in a meeting, what people are saying. Yeah, absolutely. And that's such an important one, really. I mean, it's yeah. as we're going through these 21 steps, we kind of like thought about each one and every every single one we were going through, we're thinking, well, this is really important. And then the next one was, yeah, this one's really important <laughs> yes. too. It's like we kept on saying, well, all of these are really vital, you know? Yeah. And so that's- Not all of them in every meeting, but certainly many or most of them. Yeah, exactly. So, you right. know, they're all, I don't know if some are more important than others, but I mean, they're all, as we kept saying, everyone, we, we have recorded some of these already. So yeah, I can't remember how many, maybe nine or 10, perhaps maybe nearly halfway through. Yeah. And uh, I think every, every time we kept saying, and tomorrow's is very important. So, oh, <laughs> we, so they're all very important. <laughs> they are, they are. I mean, and it's, it's, true. Those, it's true. It is true. It is true. It's true. It's just those key words, those little words that kind of make a difference. You know, the devil is in mm. the detail, as they say. And in this particular case, it's just having that skill set so that, so that you can adjust and, and deal with maybe a situation where you don't understand quite what this person has said and you you want to get it right you want to make sure that you've understood absolutely correctly right so you can use these expressions instead of saying oh can you say that again? i didn't understand all of these kind of putting emphasis on you not understanding well no let's change it around and let's say let's say something else let's use a different type of terminology so that you're more elegant in terms of making that request right now sometimes that's a strategy isn't it in this yeah. case that rather than admitting you don't understand because it's a language problem you're sort of asking them to rephrase what they said or repeat exactly. it or, exactly um, and then you have a better chance to understand it at the second attempt because they might change the words they use or explain it in a different way exactly but you're not right. just openly saying sorry i don't understand that's it so, I mean, that's not the case with all of them, of course, but in this particular one and with some others as well, it's a good strategy. It is. It is. In many, a lot of business sort of communication, the underlying meaning is, is, is sort of hidden, right? And certainly in this case, when you're asking for the person to sort of repeat again, you, you just kind of just want to say it in, in another way than just sort of saying, oh, you know, I don't understand, right? So it's just finding those words and so that they're, they're, they're available for you when you want them, right? Yeah, it's a different um, saying, you know, I just want to be absolutely sure that you said what you said. So could you just say it again? But you're not saying I didn't understand it. That's right. Exactly. But exactly. effectively, if you didn't, that's a good way to get them to repeat it without saying, can you repeat it? Because I didn't understand. Yeah. Which doesn't give such a good image in a meeting at a high right. professional level. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right. Let's cover a few others because that's one of the steps, only just one of the steps of the 21. So there are two more that we, we thought we would cover quickly. The second one would be like offering an idea, right? I think that's the other one that we were thinking about discussing, you yeah. know, suggesting or offering an idea, which of course is the type of thing that you always want to do in a meeting, right? You don't want to just sit there and say nothing. You want to offer your input, improve the conversation yeah. by adding more, right? To participate yeah. as much as possible no? and be yeah. able to offer and suggest ideas. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and the way you can do that, the language you can use. Exactly, exactly right. And the third one is agreeing and supporting, right? So you might agree with somebody, but would you just say, oh, I agree with him. I agree with him. Yeah, I agree with him. You know, again, you can once, that, but yeah, don't, exactly. you don't want to keep repeating. So how exactly. else could you say that? Exactly, exactly. And how could you even go further than that? You know, how could you just 
create a, a, a stronger argument as to why you agree with him, hmm. right? Him or her, obviously. So and give that colleague yeah. support, no, and then add something to it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the kind of ideas we just wanted to kind of give you, as we say, a sneak preview, a sneak idea of of what we are working on at the moment because it's kind of an exciting project for us. Each one of these actually we kind of go through a system, don't we, Alistair? We kind of go through why it's important. That was the first mm. one, wasn't it? Why Why is this, if we go for like seeking clarification, why is it important? We go through that first of all. Mm -hmm. um, and then afterwards we go through a, a few other things, right? Which is like, why is it potentially difficult to do? You know, yeah. That's also important. So it's like four steps, isn't it? We go yeah. through them. So with each topic, we go through these four steps. Yeah. Why is it important? Why is it difficult? What to avoid this is important as well. Yeah. Things like repetition or, or avoid this particular word or phrase. Cause or false friend. Yeah. False friends. That's another yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah. The old uh, classic of assist a meeting, yeah. no attend a meeting. Yeah. And then and the then, final one, perhaps the most important. Well, they're all important, we keep saying, but the final part, if you like, is the language toolkit. Yeah. And this is the actual expressions for this yeah. particular topic that we think are very useful. Yeah. Um, not necessarily we expect you to use them all, learn them all. You might find some difficult to remember or difficult to use, but it gives you a selection. You can choose two or three that you like, you feel more comfortable with, try to use them, get more comfortable with them. And then you're really expanding your vocabulary and your level of English, really, because these are higher level expressions. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that will be written. I think everyone will receive those writ in written form so they can see them, not just listen to them. Yeah. So it's a kind of in the idea of a metaphor, right? It's in the, when the idea of a toolkit is kind of like, imagine that you're a plumber, right? And you're going to mm. go and fix somebody's sink, kitchen sink or whatever. The plumber will always take a toolkit with them, right? Because with all the right tools and everything else, because otherwise they have to just go back home and, and yeah. find all those tools again and come again and everything. Or a mechanic. No, how they yeah. Sometimes called a toolbox, you buy. Yeah. You've got your toolkit, your toolbox with all your tools, herramientas. Yeah. Which you may or may not, you don't use them all in every job. No. You, no. But you need to have them there so that when you need them in a particular circumstances or scenario, you've got them there. So this exactly. is sort of the same with language, really, isn't it? You've got that, I don't know, well, your toolbox, I can't think of another word, really. Your store, if you like, of expressions, word, language that you have a command of that you know. And then you've got it there to use when you need it. Exactly in right. The appropriate situation. Exactly. Exactly. So and the more call it your language toolkit. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, and the more you use that toolkit, the better you'll get. Just as as the as the the mechanic on the car yeah. or the plumber on the on the on Using the pipes a new tool. or whatever. <laughs> you know, you'll get more proficient with it. You'll kind of, hmm. you'll get your, the more you put it into practice, the better you'll get. And so, yeah, this is the whole idea is to provide that toolkit so that you have that toolkit after the, after the course as well. And you can always refer back to it and kind of get more and more fluent with, with those uh, hmm. new skills that you might have in terms of, you know, interrupting politely or whatever it might be, right? There's a whole range of different words that are great for doing those particular things in a meeting, right? So, yeah, or something as basic, I think the first day probably is welcoming the attendees. Mm. So it might sound a very simple thing, but it's also a very important step, you know, yeah. starting the meeting, welcoming the people, getting the meeting started. No? Yeah. So just, yeah. you know, language expressions to be able to do that and do it politely as well.
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that's the sneak peek really behind behind the curtains of what we're doing at the moment. Probably what we will do is some sort of beta launch. A beta launch is probably important to discuss, to say what that is, a beta well, launch, because not everybody... Yeah, might. I did. I had to ask you, when we, what is a beta launch, Daniel? I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, basically it's a sort of like a pre-launch. Okay, so we'll get a few people to start the course early maybe it'll be a limited number of people sort of 10 15 people they will go through the the course earlier than everybody else and and during that process we will kind of get feedback they will probably get it at a reduced price because it's kind of like an early 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 bird como se dice in inglés which is like basically an early bird offer which is like that you get it at a cheaper price because you're participating in the first round let's say and and those people will hopefully give us feedback and help us to to kind of make sure that we've got everything in place and then at one stage we will offer it to to other people on the list now the list is important to to say for, for all of the listeners here on the on the uh, podcast is that if you want to know about this product and want to know about it in the future then do get yourself onto my list you can go to my website danielsmith.es and sign up for the free friday emails you will then go into that whole system and then you will definitely get an email once we launch this particular product which is obviously all about getting you speaking and communicating better in meetings so that you can feel really much much closer to how you would express yourself oh. in spanish right so these like a test group or what yes. was the other expression we focus found? group we said focus, focus group. group yes so it's like a focus group that's used in marketing now is it? yeah before they launch a new product or something they get a small group of people to get feedback no on the and see if they need to make any changes or adaptations based on the feedback they receive so it's like we're going to use people as guinea pigs. There's a good. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Actually, I was I'd written that yeah. down actually as well. Yeah, guinea, guinea pig just yeah. occurred to me now. So a guinea yeah. pig, well, literally, it's an it's a. Some people have them as pets. I had a guinea pig when I was a kid. In Spanish, is a cobaya, I think, is the word. Right. The actual animal that's a pet is a cobaya. Not when you talk about experimenting on people, which is a different word. Sure. So in English, we use that word cobaya, guinea pig, and yeah. it means yeah, when you experiment, you try out something new on people they are guinea pigs yeah exactly. and i think the equivalent expression in spanish is a conejillas de la de la de la india or las indias mm. conejillas de las indias or something yeah. so it's a similar sort of idea we have a pig from guinea for some reason and they have a a, a little rabbit from the indies so it's the same sort of <laughs> weird expression like what, what you know the people experimenting on or some maybe these animals historically been used for experiments literally presumably presumably in laboratories yeah. or in yeah something probably horrible you don't want to think about no but obviously in this case we're not causing anyone any damage or anything simply trying out the course first and getting that's right feedback. that's right that's right absolutely absolutely mm. and in fact there may be some added value which is another good expression mm. um, for those people who go through the course first because they'll probably get more contact with you and i as they go through that process mm. and true. so so you know we'll be able to speak to them a little bit more and they'll be able to kind of give us their opinions basically making making it as as effective and a valuable a product as possible so yeah that's the idea that's what we're working on at the moment isn't it alistair we're trying to work as fast as we can as you said the the holidays are kind of getting in the way a little bit mm. but we will try to get that to at some point there will be an estreno no we will yeah, estreno, an estreno, that's right exactly which estreno. goes all the way back to our very first episode of this podcast yeah over a year ago yeah which we talked about pear-shaped people are yes. interested to know what that means go back to the first episode and listen again or for the first time 
And we also mentioned that it's a very difficult word to translate estreno yes. or estrenar as a verb into English. And it yeah. depends what you're talking about. You'll have to use different words or expressions. Yeah. So like a film, for example, would be a premiere, yeah. which is a French word that we use in English. No, So recently you've had the premieres of Barbie and Oppenheimer and the late and Mission Impossible. And, yeah. Yeah. But here, if you're talking about like music or films or, well, I said films, you've got two words for films, or in this case is an audio course, no? Mm. We would use a different word, wouldn't we, to making it available to people to yes. to use or to purchase or to whatever. Yeah. What yeah. word would we use? We wouldn't say a premiere. We wouldn't say a premiere, no, because it's no, not it's like a films. film, is it? Yes, yeah. That's pretty much very much connected. So it, it's kind of more connected to the standard word that you would use in terms of any sort of product that is developed, right? No matter what type yeah, of product, any product it is. Really, that you yeah. put into the market yeah. to make so it available. Yeah, so it's a product launch, isn't it? It's a launch. Yeah. You launch the product into the market. Right? Yeah, and another word people use, release. No? So you say, we're releasing. Oh, yes. Mar- so you say this, well, you can use it for films as well. You know, this, the, the Barbie movie will be released yes, into absolutely. cinemas yeah. in whatever it is next week. Well, now it's already happened. Obviously it was released, I don't know, a month ago. And also albums, no music. You say, I know Coldplay are going to release their latest album mm. next Monday. Yeah. So it's so you know, when you have a product, whether it's music, films or anything, really, basically the, the, the people who, who create it or made it, who own it, only they have it at the beginning. Right. So like we have our course, well, not finished yet, but you know, no one else can hear it except us. Exactly. And then you release it. So release, you, you can release an animal, no? Like a while, if you have an animal in a zoo or in captivity and you release it, so you sort of open the cage and let the bird fly free. That's mm. releasing a bird or an animal. So you're letting it from in a private contained context where it's not available to most people. And then you're letting it out, you know, it's come on libera to free something. Mm. So it's a good word release because you can use it in, with animals, for example, but also with products being launched into the market. So, yeah. you know, Coca-Cola releasing, I don't know, a new flavor of Coca-Cola next month. Yeah. So basically, you know, yeah. you're allowing that thing to go into the public dom- domain. No? Mm. Yeah. 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 Good word. It's a good, it's a good word. Yeah. To mm. release. Yeah. Yeah. Release or launch or as we said, premiere in terms of films. Of films. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Fantastic. I think that's uh, about it, Alistair. Really nice one. I obviously, or hopefully all our listeners will, yeah have now a little bit of an idea of what we're doing behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Hopefully they also know what's in the pipeline. Indeed. And we also gave them a sneak preview in terms of exactly what we're doing and what we're working on. So thank you very much, Alistair. It was great as usual. I will see you again next week. And yeah, I'll see you then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Pleasure as always. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.